Hi everyone, I am Brittany and welcome to One Hot Mess. Alright guys, so today we're going to be talking about why you lose interest in people who have the most interest in you. Okay, so something is in the air and completely off about the way we are approaching and handling the whole process of, like, dating. And ladies, here's how, well, we're doing it the wrong way. So, the 10 biggest mistakes women make when looking for love. Number one, wasting time on unavailable people. So forget this timing thing. Yes, there are people you will meet at the wrong time. You're in a relationship. They're in a relationship. They are married. They're separated from their spouse and trying to figure it out. They aren't ready to settle down yet. Yeah, I get all of these things, but they all mean the same thing. And I just want you to remember this one thing. Time is a commodity you can't get back. And you are losing time, lots of it, unnecessarily, when you waste time on someone who can't be available to you in the way you need them to be. So, please stop focusing on those who aren't able to be what you need them to be. Let them go. The more energy, time, and effort you waste on them, the more it prevents you from moving forward. Okay. Number two is jumping into bed too soon. Stop being intimate with any and everybody so soon. Okay. I mean, back in the day, sometime, whenever, men had to earn their way into bed with you. They had to court you. They were about impressing you. And when other guys were competing for you, it added to your value. And them wanting you even more. They didn't back off. They upped their game. And now, yeah, I realize that we are not in the 1940s or 1950s. And it's like 2023, but I really don't care because intimacy is so readily available in every type of form and you can just access it so easily. It's become underappreciated and totally taken for granted. Hookups are so random and so frequent that dudes really expect to get into bed with someone within the first hours, days, or weeks, you know, and getting oral appreciation has become the new norm. You know how it is when you can have something all of the time, it becomes less desired. I think that is why it is so hard for people to settle down. It becomes about what is next versus what is available and in front of you. Now, I'm all about you getting your freak on when appropriate, but some kind of reset needs to happen. Value your body and who you share it with. And I'm talking about guys too. 
it needs to happen with both sexes. More doesn't always equate to better, and sometimes too much intimacy can mute out your ability to have a real connection with someone. Okay? Then, number three. Fall for lines. For example, I want to give you a massage. Ladies, this one is for you. Please don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe or whatever it is they say. I don't know. If you don't know, well, this is code for I want to have sex with you. Now, if that is what you want to do, fine. But go into it eyes wide open. And if you aren't trying to be intimate, then depend on your massage therapist until you decide you want to sleep with that person. Number four. Settling for being someone's option instead of their priority. I like you, but. But what? Whenever someone ends a sentence with but after telling you they like you, they're telling you they don't like you enough. And you are too valuable and too worthy, too worthy for this type of bullshit. Don't limit your options to someone who isn't willing to make you their main option. Okay, all right. Number five, not changing things up. Stop sticking to the same method of dating activities. Are you stuck on a dating app? Only going to the same bar, same restaurant, or club. If you want to meet someone, I'm going to encourage you to do something simple. Do the things you enjoy. Yep, get in touch with who you are and activities that make you happy. When you are happier, you're sexier and more attractive to others. The only caveat is that if your activities are centered on activities where you are constantly at home or doing things you don't that doing things that don't give you access to other people, expand your horizons. Go out alone sometimes. It's easier to be approached when you're on your own versus with your entourage. Or approach someone you're interested in and offer a compliment. You just never know on this one because sometimes, wait for the shocker, someone may actually think you are out of their league and are glad that you took the first step to talk to them. Approaching them first... Well, it eases the tension and is a bold move that is often respected. So for number six, exclusively dating a type. Do you have a type? Yes, I know you do. Most of us do. Is he or she hot, blonde, brunette, red hair, muscular, funny, great dresser, and witty too? I'm positive that they must have all, if not 99% of these qualities. Now, here is my next question. 
how has uh, dating your type been working for you? How have your past relationships gone when you have pursued your type? Hmm? Dating smart is all about getting out of your comfort zone, and it means being open to those who may show up in your life who aren't necessarily your type. The universe is funny, and you will be tested on this one. Sometimes what you need in a significant other will show up in a package that looks completely different from what you expected or would have wanted. Throw out your my type list and focus instead on who the person is and how they fit into your life. Okay, number seven, planning ahead. If you're that person who has to figure out everything about your relationship and you attach easily or fall in love quickly with those you date, this is advice is specifically for you, okay? Learn to go with the flow. The best relationships happen spontaneously and aren't over thought out. Go on a date. Enjoy yourself. Relax. Be in the moment. Let things evolve naturally between the two of you. When someone says they like you, let it play out. And if you like them back, that is cool too. But please stop going overboard in the beginning and don't try to figure out everything within a couple of dates. Love takes time. Number eight, talking too much. Observe more than you talk. It's exciting when you meet someone you like. It's like a jolt of adrenaline. Can't even talk, y'all. And can leave you feeling like a love junkie. But before you get caught up, chill the hell out. This is what I want you to do instead. Observe the person. Ask lots of questions. Get to know what is important to them. Figure out if you two are on the same page. Look beyond what is obvious. Are they a good person? Do they treat you well? It's weird, but often we are way more judgmental when someone is real with us right out of the gate, and they are genuinely nice. But we will justify and make excuses for jerk behavior all day long. It's almost like we are conditioned to accept bad behavior over good behavior. Embrace the nice guy or girl and take stock when someone interested in you has genuinely good traits and is consistently demonstrating them for you. Number nine, thinking that you are the exception, okay? (laughs) What's strange about people is that if you listen carefully, they will tell you exactly who they are as a person. Believe them. If they say they tend to have a hard time committing, it's probably true. If they tell you they like to keep their options open, then they probably do. If you ask the right questions and listen carefully, it's likely that they will tell you what happened in their past relationships. Or else there will be clear hints. If there's a string of exes and there is a consistency of broken, tormented, and crazy women or men in their past, this is your big red flag. Seriously. 
you and I have probably had a bad relationship or two, but if there is the consistency of three or more similar relationship scenarios that ended badly for them, you need to head in the other direction. Because, you know, history has a strange way of repeating itself, especially in relationships. Number 10, comparing yours to those you see on social media. First of all, no matter how great a relationship is, every relationship has some challenges. It's inherent because we are human and imperfect, which naturally carries over to our relationships with others. Secondly, most couples are going to share the happy moments of their relationships. It's a societal thing, and most of the time when we share with others and want others to look at us admiringly, you know, we're kind of ego-driven in that way. So, yeah, of course, we just share the happy shit online and stuff like that. So, knowing this, please stop comparing your relationships and having social media envy of others because the reality is you just never know what happens between two people. Instead, focus on finding and developing a relationship that has dynamics that meet your needs. I promise you it will make you happier and it will help you to have a better relationship when you focus on works, what works for you and your significant other. So if you're making any one of these 10 dating mistakes, you are not alone. We have all made them. The important thing is to self-correct now that you know better. Doing so will help you date smarter and more importantly, focus your energy on connecting with someone with whom you can build something authentic and long-lasting. All right, am I right or am I right, y'all? Yes, I am right is the correct answer. Anyway, guys, that's it. That is it for today. But I sure as heck enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys did as well. Uh, Thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate it as always. And I will talk to you guys later.